Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. This week's episode is brought to you by none other than Kinder Beauty, the best clean subscription beauty company in the business. Um, more about Kinder and what they've got going on later in the show. But until then, as always, sit back, relax, or baby, keep it pushing. Listening, you know how we do. How I'm Andrew, the father. We got Ivory, the daughter, and Gio, our little man, and Daniela. I don't think an entrance is needed. You probably know the voice of Mother Time on Nickelodeon. Yeah. See, is it nothing like a mother father? If you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of we know. Shame, gotta be the mother father. You could be the son or daughter. This is still the right show. Yeah, we'll meet you where you are in your life, or your car, if you need, or your fire. You got a cat or a dog, good vibes, or a probably in school, or got a job. We just want to know who you are so we can say thank you for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yay! Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Danielle Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both... Hit them. Adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Hope your week is off to a great start. We are here sitting on the floor of our closet. Um, and we've got some wins and some fails for you. Andrew, kick it off okay uh all right let's uh <laughs> let's get into the fail first as i'd like to do um i have a few that i was trying to trying to work through and figure out like which which one am i talk about you know what andrew andrew we have the time okay say my name one more time and then maybe i'll give you more than one. Ooh. Andrew. Say my name, say my name. No one is around no, no. Nope. here. Was that, that was it. Oh. That was it. Just the one little bit. Got it. All right. Um, okay. So my fail, one of them is, I just had a moment the other day where, where, you know, I lost my patience a little bit with Geo specifically. And I know it's normal. I know it's normal. I talked to all my other guy friends around me, I talk to their wives. Like, it's impossible to just be cool, calm, and collected at all times, you know? But every time you lose your patience a little bit, you like, for, for me, I like almost reflect on it immediately. You feel guilty almost immediately, and you're just like, damn, I could have, I could have pushed myself just a little bit more and like kept it together, you know? And I hate that feeling because, because I mean, I'm not gonna lie; these kids, these kids are amazing and beautiful, but uh, they can work you up, you know, as as kids do. And you know, like when I when I think about like how I want them to see me and and like what I want them to take away from me at some point is like I was just always cool, calm, and collected, you know. And you also don't want them to think that they have the ability to get you all riled up. But the reality is, is like the patience component is like still something that I'm working on. It's probably a never ending journey. And all you can do when you slip up is just learn from it, you know? So that's my fail. My win is basically 
in this same arena, but the exact opposite. It, it, it's crazy. And parents, I'm sure that you'd, you'd probably relate to this, how even in one day, one hour, you could go from the most frustrated human on planet earth to the most loving thing on planet earth. Like <laughs> you could go from like, Oh my God, these, these guys are driving me nuts to like, like, aren't they so cute and special <laughs> and lovely? You know what I mean? So my, my win is I lost my patience. Maybe it was Saturday, but then like Sunday and this morning, uh, which is another fail of mine because daylight savings and, that's a fail in itself. We don't need Just to what you had to do. You know, I was up at five o'clock this morning, never wanted to go back to sleep. So I was up, but Sunday and today and this morning, like I just like had the most beautiful moments with both of them mm-hmm. and they're like, it's almost like indescribable, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's the stupidest, smallest stuff where you've taken care of them. They may be sitting at the table eating or whatever mm-hmm. they're they're You can tell that they're happy. You got some music going for them or something like that. And they just, they look well taken care of and happy. And it's like those small moments where you're like, damn, this is special, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I've had a few of those last couple of days and that's my win. Love to hear it. Yeah. I, I know that feeling. It's pretty, yeah, yeah, you said it perfectly. It's like the simplest, smallest stuff. So my win is, um, well, Friday night. We had friends over for dinner. Oh, yeah. We did And that's not something we do often at all. It's something we want to do more of moving into our new home. And, you know, where we live currently, there's just not, we don't, our our core group of friends that we've kind of like known for a long period of time don't live close to us. So it's never been easy to just say, hey, come on over for dinner. Uh, So it just hasn't been cultivated at this house. And we have friends who moved back from Canada recently and ironically like a block away from us and they're on their way out of LA actually they're moving somewhere else they don't know yet where but um but before they're they're going we got to have them over for dinner and celebrate their engagement and talk about life and it was like one of those really cool moments that I don't feel like we have enough of where you you quickly kind of break the ice right like this is the first time we've ever hung out all together and it was like Or it was like intimate like that. What? Well, I guess it was the first time the four of us hung out. Oh, the very first time. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was like you kind of break the ice at first and there's like small talk and whatever. And then over dinner, um, we got to really talking. And what I was going to say is like, that's not something we do often with people. Like go deep, talk about life, talk about like you know, future goals and like how we think and how we live and the choices we make and just all these things that just, it was really cool. And it was a really cool experience. We ended up talking. I had my back to the clock and I was like, don't turn around because you're just going to be shocked when you see what time it is. Of course I didn't. It was like almost midnight and I'm like, what? How did this happen? But the win is that it flew by and it was just really special and cool and we both cooked. So it was my friend. You probably even know her if you don't. Uh, She's on Instagram and YouTube. Her name is Sophia. She was on the pod. Oh my gosh. Sophia Esperanza. She was on our show earlier in season one, two. No, earlier in season two. I have no idea. It feels like it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago, I believe. And, um, and anyways, so she is recently engaged and we just love them as people. And it was a cool bonding experience. And I think like it just reminded us how important good people and community and 
creating that is. Yeah, I'm telling you, when it comes down to it, like the, the people in your life are most important. Yeah, you know? I know. And so I'm going to loop in my fail. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll be honest. Like before we jumped on this podcast, I was like, what? Oh, my head, it, I'm drawing blanks. Like, is this even the right time to record? Because I feel like I'm just so uninspired. And then I was trying to find a win and fail in my head. I was like, what is my shit right now? Like, I can't come up with anything. And then, of course, here we are. I, I've come up with it. So Saturday night, um, we, we've been kind of having like a rough week, Andrew and I. You know, energy's been off, you know, extra... Um, would you call it like things out of your control are happening like some like family baggage I feel like I keep alluding to just shit has like affected me and then you know in turn affected us and then I think like the energy between Andrew and I is it's the foundation so when it's off so is the family so that's I think what ended up happening where Andrew got frustrated because I don't know like I feel like our kids are so sensitive our home is small we are incredibly attached to one another we don't spend any time away from the kids or each other so it's very easy to like throw things off so when we went to dinner we like ended up sitting in the car and just chatting for so long and there was something that was said in that conversation that just made me think a lot and it comes back to the relationship thing and not necessarily between us like the two of us but just how like I've never been great at like taking care of the relationships in my life so it was like kind of a uh, it's not like it's news to me obviously I know this about myself but when you realize over time that you can get comfortable with not having close relationships in your life and not like nourishing those relationships no matter how hard you try for this to not happen, the ones that you do want to work end up suffering. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense because you're not, I mean, just logically for me, cause that's, that's how I think about things. Like you're not, you're not practicing at all. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not like creating the habits that I think are, I mean, necessary is the wrong word, but like required in, and building and maintaining lasting relationships that are that are actually meaningful. Yeah, and when I hear you say that it's about the people in your life, and I say that too, like I catch myself saying that a lot, but it's almost like I'm bullshitting myself. You know, like I want to believe that it's about that because I know how powerful those relationships can be and how meaningful and how much quality it gives to your life. But I... Uh, I like sabotage myself by not appreciating them enough to nurture them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I noticed that, but I, I mean, I just sort of want to stamp it with, with, uh, my support. I mean, I just think like, look at it this way. Like if you had, if you had everything in the world, everything that you wanted materially, like the house you wanted, you could do whatever, but you didn't have anybody around you that you felt like loved you or or was there for you or that you could call in a moment to share something exciting with. Mm -hmm. Like, how lame would that be? Yeah, no, I, I understand the concept. You know what I'm saying? For sure. 
For sure. Yeah. Can we talk about like that thing you said about how, you know, it's possible that since I was younger that. Well, I mean, just from talking to Michelle for as long as I have now, and you know, you are too. I would imagine she would say it's a trauma response. So at some point, like, um, you know, you had issues with the relationships that were probably closest to you and you felt, you felt unsafe or unsupported or whatever it may be. And so your response was basically to, to shut them off and you're pretty shut off like going forward. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I think for some reason I always feel stumped when that reality hits me because I'm very good at not acknowledging it on a day-to-day basis. Or you're like, good at not acknowledging a lot. What it is is, and what it is is, I file that away in the very back of my filing it's, cabinet. It gets archived? It gets what archived. What even happens when you archive something? You know what? That's I've always wondered. And also, why isn't deleting an option? Like, why are they making the choice for us? I think us? you can. Like, you go in your settings and but, make it an option. But I don't know why archive is, like, the standard option. That's what I'm saying. Like, What, what, what are we archiving it to? The iCloud? They just want to save all our emails? Ooh. I mean, listen, nothing surprises me anymore. Apparently, you can just delete a whole bunch of them at one time. Oh, really? No, I was alluding to something that's happened in the past, but just just move on. It's fine. Oh, my God. I'm so... (laughs) Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Anyways, um, so that's where I'm at, man. That's where I'm at. That's my fail. I thought I'm just going to sit here and (laughs) try to see where the episode goes, but I think we know where the episode's going to go. It's going to go in the direction of talking about... My shit. Your shit? I think so. Because I just, um, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I almost like feel obligated to admit to some of it because going back to social media and like what some of our listeners probably know of me, because I get this a lot. I, I did like an ask me anything box and so many people were saying, how do you balance everything? It looks like you do such a good job with like the kids and work. And I'm like, oof. You don't. Yeah, you have no idea. You just try to hang on for dear life, you know? You have no idea. It's, we are, there's very little about me that feels. Grounded, solid. Keep it coming. Yep. Put together. Yep. Not chaotic. Yep. (laughs) Buttoned up. Yes. There it is. I'm all hanging out. Okay. And it's not always like that. I think with everything, you have moments where you're like, oh, shoot, I know what I'm doing. Like, this is easy peasy. Bring on more. <laughs> I don't feel like that right now. I feel like I want to simplify. I feel like I want to minimize. Yeah, I know. Which with is- everything that's like stuff, that's like stuff we're working on, that's like what I do with my time. Sure. You know, I guess the time thing kind of relates to everything. But yeah, I'm happier. Like, even today, here's just an example. Like, I was up at, Five, tried to go back in bed, brought Gio back in bed. That didn't happen. So we ended up getting out of bed at like six-ish. And so I had him and then she woke up at like 6.30 to 6.40. So then I had both of them. It's a long way of saying the morning was very busy right away. And then you woke up and I had a little help. And then Amy came. We had a little bit more help. And I was able to do a few things. This is a very long way of saying I got a lot done this morning. And just then run, uh, ran a bunch of errands and now we're recording and then we've got music class for Gio later. But like once you get going, 
I feel like your mind works like this too. Like once you get going, you're like, all right, what else is next? What else can For I accomplish? Sure. And the example I was trying to make was I'm driving back and I'm like, what else can I accomplish? And I was like, no, nah, wait a minute. Like I've done a lot today already. Why don't I just like relax my brain a little bit, know that I have to podcast and then we're going to do music class and just be very present for that. Like Ooh. enjoy that and know that like I've already done a shitload of stuff. So once music is done, like that's the end of the day and the rest of the time like is like given to Geo and Ivory or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? I love that. I think that that's so, that's kind of where I'm at too, where I, when I have the energy to support that ambition in me, I take advantage of it and I go full throttle and I try to take as many boxes as I can. And then, you know, unfortunately you have to kind of force yourself even when you don't have that ambition because yeah, we have sure. responsibilities. Well, that's, that's yeah. But when I know that I've like done what I need to do, I am, I want so badly. And I, it's something I consciously work on right now is to like check out and check in to like family life. Cause we have so much distraction right at our fingertips. It's so easy. And I do it all the time to be like at quote unquote family time where I feel like I need to be most present. And then I'm like constantly checking my phone or, you know, trying to respond to an email or whatever, or even like texts, like texts are so different now, you know, people just text so casually and nah, fuck that. I, tr- just I treat hard. texts like emails now. I get that. Like, I to- I hate that I am this way, but there are certain texts, if they're not, like, imperative that I get back to, <laughs> you might not hear from me for, yep. like, a day or two. And yep. then I'll, like, think about it randomly and go, oh, shit, like, my bad. You know, I feel bad. But it's, it's like we're so easily reachable. And, and, and in an effort to simplify, you know, there's certain things we don't have control over in, in terms of being reachable from, like, a million different places but um i totally feel you i totally feel you wanting to like on the simplification scale scale back yeah you just got to focus on what's what's most important more adulting like a mother father when we come back oh okay here it is you guys i'm so excited i've been waiting for this day because today in this moment we've dropped some pretty epic drops on the marketplace. So go to kinderbeauty.com, tap the marketplace, um, and you're going to see all of these amazing Earth Harbor products. You guys love Earth Harbor, so do we. And um, some really fun stuff that I think you're going to want to load up on for the holidays as a gift or for yourself. You guys know how I feel about lashes. Um, just how, go. How, how's the bang for the buck in the, we mar- know the, bank in the marketplace, the not sure, the sure. subscription oh, and, box? Oh, well, we always, I mean, everything's is the way that Kinder works is we team up with these partners. We incentivize them by telling them that we're going to give them plenty of exposure through myself, Ivana, our growing platform of our kind of beauty community, our emails. Like, right. So the idea is growth for so everybody. The, yeah. So we can get the lowest price possible to then share with our, our customers. How does that work though? So if like, if, if this, if the company had a product that you guys also had on the marketplace, do you guys have it on the marketplace for less than they would have it on their website? Oh yeah. 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 Really? Of course. So bang for the buck applies to the marketplace as well. <laughs> Look at that. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> No, and the marketplace is just awesome because if you fall in love with a product that you had in a box at right, one then point, you can go back to it. Most cases, we try to 
if we can get extra, we'll put some on the marketplace. Or if we know that people love it enough, we'll try to ask for a deal from our partners to put it on the marketplace. Long story short, the marketplace is where it's at in addition to the subscription. So go to kinderbeauty.com. Take advantage of our holiday deals. Do, do we have a, an adulting code? No, we don't because there's already such a good deal. If you just go, okay. I mean, we can't, we'll do I'm our best. I'm just pushing but- for them. You know, can you talk to some people about that? <laughs> I'll make a phone call. Um, no, but when you go on the website, you'll get hit up with some deals. So don't worry. They're uh-huh. there. They're there for you. And now back to adulting like a mother father. So what is most important to you? The family. Uh, my health. Mm-hmm. Getting this house done. Mm-hmm. And getting in to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then outside of that, I think the next, the next like shift of focus is minimizing like the stuff that I'm working on and just narrowing it down to like the two or three things that are most important to me and like fill up my cup the most, you know, Mm -hmm. but also like what's going to provide the most. Cause I feel, I felt it before kids, but I feel a real responsibility now to be stable and provide and like the stability for me, if you've been listening, you know that I walked away from stability when Gio was born. I mean, maybe not the the best timing, like once you have a kid, but it was like, it was like yellow, you know, or however you, how do you say it in Italian? Shut up. <laughs> he always makes fun of the you know, tattoo on my arm. Nah, come on. It's so good. Still. What? It's still good, my tattoo. No, the tattoo is good. Yeah. Tattoo's I got good. a tattoo. I think I was... T- Wow, this sounds crazy. I was twenty-five or something. No, you didn't get. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I did. I got that one in New York. You're right. You're right. You're right. She was like, "What do you mean? No, it's Italian. (laughs) It's from Italy," (laughs) which still cracks me up. You know, like we're at the tile store, which we've been frequenting more often lately. Um, They'll make comments like, "Well, you know, this one's porcelain. This one's Italian porcelain." And I said, "So the zip code, if that's what they use out there, is what makes it." so special i'm so confused by like where the origin of like porcelain is it i mean obviously like they they use it to define like the quality of the product but it's like okay well what if it was made anywhere else in the world like i understand some areas no it's porcelain it's porcelain a man-made product that's what i'm saying know that it is man-made so when they're saying it's it's made in italy they're probably like, you know, they're in Italy, they're sourcing whatever's needed to make porcelain. And sure. then they make the porcelain in, in whatever pattern or for whatever function it has, right? Sure. Whether it's tile or a toilet or whatever. But I'm saying like, if you're looking at an Italian man or a woman, and then you're looking at a man or woman from Australia, you know what I'm Australia. saying? Yeah. Okay. Like, how do we quantify the quality of the product based on the hands that are working on it in the location that... They're working on it. It's just hearsay. So it's just like what? Over There's time, a stereotype or no, something? No, it's a reputation. Over time, like good work. Things, people, businesses get a reputation because they have quality stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just, no. Anyways. What were we talking about? Oh, wow. Isn't that sad? Right. You got to learn how to circle Start back. We're talking about made in Italy. <laughs> what were we talking about before that? Tattoo. Oh, oh, yeah. oh that's my right. Ta- that's no, right. I got this done at um, Bang Bang. Bang, bang. Yeah, in New York. And I thought long and hard about it. And I can't wait. I mean, I can wait. But I'm excited to get a little tat as soon as I'm done breastfeeding. Because what would you get and where? I haven't really. Well, I would love to get something for the kids. I don't know what yet. 
um, but something small and, and pretty and special and meaningful. Sick. I love dainty. I love little tattoos that mean something and some that maybe don't or just mean something in the moment. They just look cool. Look cool or they're just like a memory of what you're feeling in that moment. I think mm-hmm. those are all special because listen, relatively speaking, all tattoos are sort of in the moment, right? Like yeah. I don't feel the same way about my Saviva Uno Voto Solo <laughs> tattoo now as I did when I got it. Of course not. <laughs> But I like it. I love it. And it was yeah. cool that I did it. So I still look at it and think it looks badass. Like I thought yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's about acceptance. Like I have this whole half sleeve, you know? I know. Like I wouldn't get that today. But, but you know what? When I was 22, when I started it, I thought like, YOLO, number one. Mm-hmm. Say vive. <laughs> uh, but I also thought like, like, look, man, I'm, you know, I, at the time I was like thinking in the future, I may not like it then, or I may not like it when I'm 50, 60, 70, but like, do you really care then? Mm-hmm. You know? No, I get it. I do care a little bit now. Like sometimes I look at it and go like, oh shit, why'd I do that? No, but it was meaningful but to you. But it still looks badass. Dude. It is badass. And I didn't know you before, which is kind of a bummer, but mm-hmm. you know, I know you now. I actually have this like really, you you wouldn't care about like a guy I know what you're talking about. works out. I have this like big ass snake vein that like runs the front of my shoulder down into my bicep and for somebody like me i really appreciate it you know so weird because when you're working out and that thing gets pumping it's just like whoa so why do you have it i don't know you never think about it like that no i've had some shoulder injuries so i don't know if that's like move stuff around okay um what i was gonna say is that i don't know on the topic of tattoos i I personally think that you should finish your whole arm. I know. I I, I do no, think I'm about it sometimes. No, I'm saying like your your wrist. I know. Oh. Full sleeve. Yeah. yeah, full sleeve. My whole arm. Okay, I'm just mm-hmm. making sure because I know that it's it's not finished underneath too. So I didn't know. Oh, if I got to finish like... it there too. That's been unfinished since uh, 2012. <laughs> you think you're gonna do it, and then like you just don't well, they're care. expensive. Yeah. It's when ex- I was in college, I spent on like the work I have right now, probably 1500 bucks. Mind boggling because this guy will look at a piece of tile and oof, when I say so, analyze. So, so wait, this one's, this one's 650 a foot and this one is 637 a foot. <laughs> Babe, I think we got to save a few bucks here. I've never dealt with this kind of rationale. No, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I just care a lot. I understand. And again, like we, you know, we talked about a budget from the beginning and like, yeah, the number was a bit arbitrary. Like it was wishful thinking that we would get everything for that. <laughs> I would love to think that I would love to go listen to an episode when we were like, we, we got our budget in place. We think we're going to do it. We got this contract. Well, I had the it's budget almost in possible, place. Yeah. You know, and here we are again. Well, it doesn't help that you bring something new like every other day. Listen, you, like you saw a picture, you got one shot, you one talk to somebody and they're like, oh, you should do this. And then you come to me like, babe, I think we should do this. Yep. I'm like, no, we're not adding gold onto the roof. No. <laughs> okay. Funny. No, it's not that crazy, but it's like, dude, we got to stick to the plan, man. Uh, the, there's no plan in my book. Cause guess what? The plan is always evolving. But do you know how hard that is to like with projects like this, it's important to have that structure. Otherwise things get out of control. Like budget gets out of control. The time time allotted to it gets out of control so like now i understand why it's important to like have everything drawn out ahead of time budget like exactly what's being done and then just execute the plan i can see that being a lot easier if you were looking at it strictly from a business 
lens. Like if you knew that this house was something you bought as an investment, you were trying to turn it around or whatever the plan was to do in a short period of time, the difference is we're living there. And I'm, I'm constantly thinking about how we live and how, what can be helpful. And yeah. Yeah. Maybe stop thinking. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. I do the same thing. I mean, and obviously things come up like, on some things, our taste has changed over just a few the, months. The three months we've been doing this, you <laughs> yeah. know, like I had to go look at the floors again today because I was like, we bought them back in August, and like I kind of forgot what they look like in person. We've this been is making literally like, other material decisions. Andrew drove to the floor store to just remind himself of what our floors look like, even though no, we can't return them. They're don't ours. Lie. It's not that crazy. The, the the floor store, the hardwood floor store, is right next to the tile store. Okay. Shout out Imperial Tile. Yeah. We love our sources. That's for sure. We're figuring it out, guys. And, you know, this is life. This is adulting. And we just spent all this time no, ranting. We're killing it. We're Are killing we? it. Yeah. Outside of the fact that we're still sitting on the closet floor. Not for long. This hurts my ass so much. Not for long because we're going to have a these, proper office. These shoe shelves right in my back. I wish people understood what we what we go through. <laughs> Dude, there's boxes next to me. This freaking, what do you call this thing? Oh, this is a poof. Uh, it's not necessarily a poof, but it's like those. It's an ottoman that you put in a closet. It's it makes an ottoman it look very that, luxe, that always has stuff on it. Oh, I got the dirty clothes pile to my right. Is there anything else that you need to get off your chest? Yeah. Tell me. Kaput. <laughs> Kaput. <laughs> How did I use that in a sentence? You you were saying it like like kaputs like get out of here kind of thing. <laughs> Kaput. When we were having... first of all, is that a word? Is that I'm, a real I'm word? Sure, it is. I feel like yes. I'm have sure. You, it have is. you ever said that word before? Or did you just make it up like in that moment? What happens is, is when I'm around people outside of the two of us, she turns it on. I, I I end up turning it on. I had a glass and a half of champagne, and next thing you know, new dictionary is born. Okay. You can tap here to get yours now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm full of like insight when I'm the pressure's on. Okay, so but this word specifically, like you never used before. Absolutely not. No, that was a fresh one for that. They were just new mouth sounds that you put together. Pretty much, you know. I think I've said this before. What's but nice isn't about it, crazy it is high? the k and then the the oot. Yeah, like there's you gotta really just well going try from that K because I think I'm pretty sure you say kaput. Uh huh. Like going from K to like a P, like two strong sounds like, kap, you know. <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice, and then the double O when you go poot. Like that's how you spelled it. <laughs> I, I'm. Sometimes I have to sit back and like be an observer of myself in these moments mm. just so that I can enjoy too. Mm. Mm. Yep. Like I don't always want to be the creator, but I want to be able to consume some of my stuff. What what is that? <laughs> Never ever heard that accent before. <laughs> I was going to say this. I think I've said this before on another episode, but isn't it crazy how words are literally just sounds? <laughs> Random ass sounds that we put together. To give meaning to. And then they become standard because we all use the same sounds. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like, like poot. Like, uh -huh. 
<laughs> take away the visual of how it's spelled. First of all, letters are just made up shapes, right? <laughs> They're just made up shapes. I'm keeping it real right now. Yeah, no. I'm They're made up you. shapes. Like somebody said, somebody said P. I'm going to make a P with like, I'm going to go up <laughs> and then around, connect to the up, you know? <laughs> but like not straight. all the way. No. I'm just going to choose right here. Yep. So that those are words. Yeah. So, okay, so poot, right? Like take away the visual of the word and how it's spelled. Which is a shame. Never do that because it's so no, enjoyable to visualize it. Poot? No, I'm saying enjoy the sound. Okay. Like take that out of your mind. Take the visual sure, sure, sure. out of your mind and just poot. <laughs> If you let your lips flutter a bit more, like poot, poot, a little less effort right. in the mouth and more in the tip of the tip, the lips. The tip of the lips? <laughs> I feel like you don't get any power from the tip of the lips. But it's more of the experience. It's kind of got to come from like... Bottom lip. Well, the poot, girth poot. like that leads into the lip, you mm-hmm. know? That's, I feel like that's the muscle that controls it and gives you the vibrations. Oh, the girth of Atheus? Excuse me? <laughs> The muscle. <laughs> what? A what did you say? She's dripping from her nose right now. <laughs> I'm a cry laugher. Um, I didn't mean to say muscle. <laughs> <laughs> She said, oh, yeah, that's where the muffle is. <laughs> Shit. Oh, my God. What other kind of brilliant material do you have up your sleeve? No, I was just still thinking about the kaput. <laughs> Sophia Patrice thought that was good, too. I'm so they couldn't glad. believe it either. <laughs> Wait, what did Patrice they said, say? They said, Wait a minute, what no. did you say? A colonel or something. A colonel? What's a colonel? Like, like, in, the, like in the army? Yes. Oh, uh, like a kaboom. No, the way that he said it was so good. Huh. And I said, you're right, because intuitively, I am a colonel. And I just, it's too much for me right now because okay. you have tears dripping down your face and snot going <laughs> from your nose. Sorry. I'm sorry. This was the core exercise I've been needing. Okay. Um, wait. What's for lunch? Anything outside of the leftover pizza? <laughs> no. Or the leftover enchiladas? No. No, that's it. Naomi did make a salad that was sweet. Yeah. Naomi? Mimi, guys, mm-hmm. makes the bombest salads. She like really cuts down the lettuce into like. She has a lot of patience for thin shreds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she does very thin shreds of red onion mm-hmm. in every salad, which I I love. Like, look, red onion is highly underrated. Mm-hmm. Color factor, yeah, makes everything more beautiful. It's popping. Heart health, I think, is red onion. Sure. Might be white onion. Might be both. I don't know. I mean, they come from the same family. Health. They're not discriminate against the, the colors. The taste, the bite. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could literally go fresh shred lettuce, shredded red onion, and like a really good dressing. Like, the like, I, I really like the goddess creamy dressing, mm-hmm. if that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Those three alone, great. Don't eat anything else. But if you have something else, like, it's good. It's a bonus. Sure. And next week on Cooking with Andrew, right here on Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hey, I made those enchiladas. You sure did. And you burnt them. 
for an actual, I mean, she's a cook and she didn't complain. Well, she liked them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they weren't really burnt. Like they just had a little. All right, little enough's too. enough. All right, we're boring our our audience. We love you guys. This was just a nice little time for us to shoot the shite, kaputin and all. Mm-hmm. And I hope that this uh, maybe gave you a, a chance to listen in, get a little giggle, have a little giggle, find some levity. Because goddamn it, the world needs more levity. Are you done? I'm done. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods.